get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Wow. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day with the Pink Millionaire, your power mentor, Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and share the call with other people. Uh, they can dial in at 602-753-1848 or Listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. Uh, Make sure that you and the people you really care about are are logged in, right? They're logged in. They're able to uh, join our Facebook community, Power Start Your Day with the Pink Millionaire, as well as uh, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast, and you can listen to that wherever Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, wherever you listen to them. Uh, this is where you'll find us. Now, I want you to be clear to do that because uh, we may be shifting to uh, a different platform for how you hear Power Start Your Day. So just want to give you some heads up, and you know we're always going to give you plenty of preparation time, but you want to go ahead and understand the power of now, and then you want to you know, make sure that you're plugged in so you never miss an episode. So we are here in a very new series. We're still in our 90-day run on Miracle Mile. And uh, you're like, for some people, they might have just started and they're just starting their 90-day run. And that's okay, because the 90-day run um, is going to be perpetual. We're, We're on this Miracle Mile. And this is where we're able to understand that miracles Um, will not have to be mythical or mystical anymore in your life. You'll be able to experience miracles whenever you commit yourself to doing so. So it's whenever there's a need sensed by a few, and each individual understands his or her responsibility and give it their all, no matter the odds. And so we started off with the power of five, which is for network marketers, and that is by John C. Maxwell. And we're on to our new book, The 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. I want you to stick with us because I believe that there is going to be a major transformation. As a matter of fact, I know there will be. I have been praying fervently for people to step up in their leadership. And so we are here in a new series on how to unlock these master keys to your personal leadership. And if you will begin to ask yourself this question during this series, this is a question that it doesn't have to be dated to this series, but it can be dated to any time you know that you need to make a power move. And the question is, the question is, what power move do you need to make to unlock the keys to your personal leadership? You're going to want to write that question down. And literally, this is leading even into a much deeper training that I am creating. Um, I am very, very, very cognizant to being obedient to God in this season of not putting to the side things he tells me to do. And he's been helping me discover what are my true gifts. I know what my purpose is, but how do I operate in my gift, my purpose? And guess what? Right now, we are on quality six, and it's courage. Courage is a defining characteristic of great leaders. It's actually the glue to all the other indispensable qualities. Courage is a virtue that if this is something you're having challenges with, it will have a domino 
trickle-down effect in so many other areas of your life because leadership is going to require courage many a time. And this is where I see most people faint. They stop working. Or they forget what faith really is. Our scripture is going to be coming out of the book of Deuteronomy. And to think so early on that God introduces leaders to courage. And so we're going to Deuteronomy 31 and 6. I want you to uh, turn there as we go to the Lord together. Courage. Finding characteristics of great leaders. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is the day you made. We're so glad and joyous we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, as we are petitioning to you on this day, before we start to ask you to give out more information, give out more of what it is you have for us, we want to first give back to you the highest praise of hallelujah. No one else on this earth, in the heavens, or even below the heavens, deserve the highest praise. We're thankful, oh dear Lord, that you have given us the keys, not only to unlock our personal leadership, but to unlock all the jewels that you have for us in our generations before and after. We're grateful, oh dear Lord, that right now that we want to walk into the season of full obedience. Many people are rebellious towards that. It has been our downfall from the very beginning of man. As we're pursuing to do these great exploits in your name, let us have the positive and the right perspective in relationships with obedience unto your word. We're thankful, dear Lord, that you are the only one that gives us the ability to gain wealth. And we're thankful, Father God, that we'll acknowledge your Holy Spirit that resides in those who believe as he teaches, guides, direct, and correct us and bring all of your word into our remembrance. Yeah. The word that we knew before we even formed in our mother's womb. We're thankful, dear Lord, for those who want to go deeper and higher, that they will lean on your Holy Spirit and will dampen their doubt of him and the power that resides on each and every one of us who will acknowledge him. Even Jesus told us that we could deny him, but denying the Holy Spirit was blasphemy. So we know you are real and we are thankful for you. As your servant decrease, may you increase like never before and let you have your way here at Power Start Your Day. This is your platform. Honor and respect it. Let their houses go into overflow right now. As they first go into a place of courage and seeking the wisdom and knowledge, the true wisdom of knowledge, that only will come from you. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer as we're pursuing courage as a virtue. With the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, amen. To think that we typically, I don't know, I'm not looking at the timer while I'm praying. Typically we go about four or five minutes in prayer, and I was so in a zone that I felt like I wanted to even go even further. Uh, We had such an amazing, an amazing day um, in worship on yesterday. You know, uh, we had one of our spiritual dads, and for those who come to some of our events, they may have, they may know one of our spiritual dads, Mr. Uh, Tyus Ben, and um, he's a pastor, he's an executive, 
um, he's an executive coach. And just to think about, you know, all of my um, mentors or people who taught me how to uh, dominate here on earth, they are kingdom builders, but they are also out in the marketplace making it happen. And to think that's exactly what Jesus was. He was out in the marketplace amongst the multitudes and sharing with them that they too possess the power. It's not just for a chosen few, but it's for those who choose it. And so as we are talking about, you know, unlocking the master key uh, to your personal leadership, I encourage you not only just to read the 21 indispensable qualities of, of a leader. Most people, they read books just to say, oh, yeah, I read that. But then you don't see any manifestation of their reads or their information or their education in their life. And so I want to encourage you to ask yourself again the question, what power move do you need to make to unlock the keys to your personal leadership? Because each one of these qualities of a leader is a challenge for you to bust a move. And so as we are going and we're talking about courage, that defining characteristic of great leaders, you are going to realize that courage is going to lead to sometimes confrontation. And this is something that people are afraid of, like meaning front and center and facing the pink elephant in the room. Courage is directly linked to fear. What do I mean by that? Most people think that courage means the absence of fear when it's actually having the fear and doing it anyway. You're going to find that as you're unlocking the keys to your personal leadership that you are your only and biggest problem, likewise, you're your only solution. When I read that, somewhere I was reading with Bob Proctor, and he, he wrote that, and I was like, that is so true. Wouldn't you think about it that most of the times when you're having challenges in any area of your life, I mean any area, you could literally look at it from a different perspective and change the whole problem into purpose, a solution, Revelation, confrontation does not always lead to a fallout. It can lead many times to an agreement where you're clear on where you stand and where someone else stands or where a group stands. And let me tell you something. When you start thinking about courage, being the ability to do something that frightens you or the strength, in the face of pain or grief, meaning this is what we're talking about, for you to experience miracles, you have to have the courage to follow through no matter the obstacles. Courage allows you to overcome fear. And you also will remain steady when obstacles appear. Now, if you are reading your book, and I love it because every chapter, John C. Maxwell, he'll always lead us into a story, a story of someone that was birthed through a woman. Consummation of a man, it has to happen that, right? They have to, just like you, just like you, every story of every quality that he shares is of a human, just like you. If they were to cut that human open, every organ is in the same place in the body. 
And so when you start to think about that, he's giving you case study upon case study upon case study that you too can behold if you're intentional every one of these qualities of a leader. And we know that courage, it begins with that inward battle, doesn't it? It's always that we will believe the doubt and start doubting what we say we believe. When someone says, who, how many people believe that you can that you that God made you and in and, and the likeness of his image and, you know, and people, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're telling me that one minute you'll say, I believe God has no respect or person, but you don't believe that success is for you. The world has given us the idea that mediocrity is okay to where many of us have just accepted it as our identity. Excuses has replaced commitment. Confusion has replaced commitment. Consistency is a word that most people probably can't spell without spell check because that's not where they live. In church, I just want to share with you a snippet of what Pastor Ty trained with us. I mean, he used to be a basketball player. He's, you know, committed to his his health, but he's committed to family. He's identified his commitments, and he said that came through full obedience. So he gave the acronym of OBEY, O-B-E-Y. He wouldn't even say the words because he said it brings up the these these funny feelings in people like rebellion. This is one of the challenges on why people say, yeah, I'm coachable, but they're not coachable. This is where people be like, oh, yeah, you know, they follow what they think they should follow of successful people until they believe it's not working for them. And then they just jump on a bandwagon or whoever else they think is successful. They, they jump from being true leaders to only being fans. It takes courage to take a stance and mean it. And he said, obey, oh, being open to change, flexible. Most people want to hold on to mediocrity. So when they're challenged to move forward, if it's told to you, the challenge is for you to go out and do your DMO every single day regardless. And then as soon as a family situation happens, people forget that they were building their legacy. What happens after the storm leaves? I'm talking about the spiritual, the mental, the family, the financial, your company. What happens after the storm leaves? Are you going to just stand in the destruction? Being open for change. Anytime something changes, it rattles, rocks your boat. You were just looking for an excuse for an out. Making the Bible the most important thing in your life because what most people are living is anti-Bible. I'm not talking religion. I'm talking about the instructions before we leave this earth, the basic instructions. To think that the Bible is so confusing to so many people, obviously because of the relationship with them and reading it, right, they will now forget that it says the basic instructions. It doesn't say advanced instructions, basic instructions before leaving this earth, meaning it says to be fruitful and multiply. Is that a intention of yours? It takes courage because to be fruitful and multiply, think about it. Think about farmers. Think about farmers. They know that the weather is going to change, but they still put the seed in the ground They still nurture it. They still take care of that seed until it grows into whatever the fruit, the tree, whatever it is. 
they have to deal with, whether it's certain birds that come and pick up the seed and eat it, whether it's storms that come, all these different things. And for your belief. What do you really believe? When you're courageous enough to take a stand on what you really believe, maybe you'll start living it. Do you only believe certain things based off of your circumstance or who you're around or who you're talking to? Courage means that your values don't shift or change based on the environment, which means that you may face opposition. This is the people who are the people pleasers. Listen, this is why people have the challenge with rejection or thinking that no one is answering you or whatever. It's because you're afraid of not being accepted. When I hear people train this in network marketing and they're like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go the rejection-free way. Let's go the rejection-free way. They are setting you up for failure because I have been a leader. I have been a person in business 25-plus years. And a few is going to be 30. So you start thinking about it. I am 45. And when you start thinking about that, at age 20, I had my own salon. When you start thinking about that, I had to deal with rejection. I had to deal with family members who almost boycotted me pretty much because I was too successful for them. They, they, they would show up to events with their hair done by somebody else, even though it didn't look as good or what have you. It was rejection. My salon was called Talk of the Town. I was that talk of the town, but guess what? God took me into overflow because I was courageous to go forward no matter who was with me or not. This is where you have to think about the inward battle. He said, what, you, what do you believe? The E is emptying yourself out. Some of this garbage, you need to compartmentalize it and relieve yourself of it. It's not serving you. Sing yourself out to make room for God, make room for what he really wants you to do. I was like, oh, wow. When he said that, I went into immediate obedience, and I started Xing out some folks on my Facebook, and I'm like, come on now. They sitting on this thing. They wouldn't even give you a like. So guess what? They don't like you. They just want to see what you're doing. So you might as well go on and turn to another channel. I started erasing some people that been my friends on Facebook for a while and even quote unquote said they're my friends in real life. But everything on their narrative says otherwise. Are you courageous enough to unfriend people in real life, right? Empty yourself out. The lack of self confidence, which leads to jealousy, hateration, all these other things. Come on, can God? Bless that kind of mess. Let's remove it. Do whatever you got to do to do that. And then he says the why is you are responsible for that. Why? You are responsible for the courage because courage is making, you're responsible for the obedience because courage is making things right, not just smoothing them over. One thing is, is when you start reading and you start honoring the truth, you'll start rightly dividing the word of truth. You'll know when somebody just shooting you some jive, it just won't reckon with your spirit. And be courageous enough and be like, okay, it don't mean. But let me tell you, this courage will inspire commitment from followers, and I love that part because it also will have people who's not your tribe to just fully just fall out. Am I in the thing of just keep it moving? Well, no and yes. 
you got to get yourself right before you have enough courage to say, okay, I don't want people listening. Some people are wanting people to follow them into a hole. They'll take this out of the proper context because we're talking about leadership. We're talking about people who create atmospheres for other people to grow. We're talking about people who are, who are responsible with the lives of people who are following them. But if you're willing to say, I'm just going to make this right, and I'm okay, I'm okay But not being pleasing to man, but first being pleasing to God. And it says your life expands in proportion to your courage. You're holding yourself back. Do you know how many people I've started my business with, this current business, and I've seen them back themselves out of building a legacy? No, I'm not the only legacy builder. There are plenty of them out in network marketing, but people who never finish what they start, they tend to do the same thing over and over and have the nerve to want to take people down the path with them. Oh, I didn't like that. So they even do things like try to befriend people, you know, in hopes of that's their insurance policy to take from what has fed you. I've seen it. And that is so cowardly, so opposite courage. And when I think about that, I say, you know what? There's nobody that really speaks up about this stuff. They only want to talk about the good and they might tiptoe around the bad but they're not courageous enough to confront the ugly. Network marketing is such a gem to so many people who are so unclear on how can they get their portion that they can pass on to their children's children. And yet you have even traditional business owners, you have people who have not even had as much success who actually act like they're experts in why network marketing don't work, but they're not working network marketing. Go figure. You would think that expertise comes from experience. And most people who have the true experience of network marketing say, wow, it's a better way, like Eric Worre says, right? At least it's the way people can get their foot in the door. The Jim Rohns, the, 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 the Zig Ziglar's, these people that people are like, oh, my gosh, these are thought leaders. They started off in network marketing. And that's where their platform began. Before there was a YouTube, before there was a Facebook, they were courageous enough to stand in an industry and through that. I mean, we had an event where we had the gentleman who, you know, Larry Taylor, you call him like the godfather of network marketing, who enrolled in network marketing the same exact day as Jim Rohn enrolled in network marketing in the same room. And I've had the pleasure to be able to have that gentleman come and speak to our team, and they are now become great friends of myself. And when you start thinking about that, the courage that he had to have, even when his company went totally bottom up in the U.S., and he now stuck through it with the courage, and now he's still with that same company when they were able to come back in the U.S., everyone else who fleed, and he still not get a percentage of every dollar that comes into that company for a lifetime. Courage. So as we are now going into who is ready, oh, my mercy. Oh, my mercy. Did I do everything right today? Oh, Holy Spirit, make sure. I just want to make sure as I look, I said, oh, he brought it into my number. Did I even read our scripture, Deuteronomy 31 and 6, to say, be strong in good courage and do not fear. Do not be afraid of them. For the Lord, your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave nor forsake you. I stood on that same scripture, driving myself to the hospital to deliver my son, Savon. 
because nobody else was there with me. That was over 24 years ago. Right now, let's let's see here. Ask the question and let's communicate inside our Facebook community. What power move do you need to make to unlock the master key? your personal leadership. That's our time. Let's share on tomorrow. It's okay if you don't know what that power move is right now. It's okay if you're still saying, I don't want to do the confrontation because it might be someone who's close to me. It might shift or change something for me drastically. Of course, use wisdom, use knowledge, you know, use also the strategies God has given us for communication. You've learned that. And so, but be courageous enough to make the moves that you need to make so you and people who are attached to you can move onward and upward. I love you guys. God bless.